Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Number one, you can never have sex. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! Come along, everyone! Step right up! Hey, welcome back to House of a Thousand Horrors. My name's Jordan. Got my co-host Riley with me. Bro, how dare you? Oh, uh, what, huh? What, dude? What's Bro, going on? good bit. Uh, oh, shit, we're doing the episode. And I was just about to comment on, regardless of what you think of our podcast, that beat comes in hitting, dude. Gets me hyped. Yeah, may- maybe, dude. I don't know, bro. I-, I was having a grand old time taking a fucking nap. Damn, dude. Uh, That's all you do. If you ever have sleep... uh not apnea. That's a breathing problem. Oh uh, you know what? Fuck it. If you have sleep apnea, or if you got any kind of a uh, sleeping disorder, uh, insomnia, uh, dude, crank up, crank open that uh, candy corn, two thousand nineteen. Hell yeah, dude. Shit'll, shit'll put it. you to sleep real fast, my guy. Wow. Yeah. Fuck no, it. dude, that shit is laced with Nyquil. I don't know what the fuck. Wow, dude. What we watched? I'm uh, maybe this is my uh, all hollows eve to your pick or something dude damn i i don't know why i had a feeling damn well we'll talk about it but shit (laughs) man i really liked it but i was like no yeah actually i really liked it yeah i was like we should try to get this director to do an interview because i was like big fan man (laughs) (laughs) you're pulling you're fucking pulling a big bit right now on me no i'm like that's why but then i looked up the reviews they were not good, so I'm like, damn, people are really hating on us. I wonder if it's because it's not like action packed, but I like the slow burn every once in a while if it's done good. It's f- fucking artistic, man. It was good. <laughs> Jordan, bro, you screwed up my are opening. You fucking though. cheesing on me right now, dude. Bro, I had a completely not horror related story to tell today. Oh wow, just, that's gonna be interesting. I'm on very a podcast. Well, I'm just very excited about it, dude. I encountered my first sovereign citizen today. <laughs> do you know what that is uh fill me in on that real quick it's like the people that it's this whole thing like it's crazy in depth they're like people who uh they like live outside the lines of the law according to them they're like they have established <laughs> themselves as their own country and it's all this like mm. mumbo jumbo they've made up and a lot of it a lot of it comes from like prison culture like people learn it in prison and it's like mm. all this stuff where like if I haven't signed my my social security is my like I didn't sign my rights over to that so I'm my own country and like I do not abide by the laws <laughs> of the United States I'm, you have to treat me as my own country so like there's a whole there's a whole subreddit dedicated to it called Am I Being Detained and <laughs> it's so funny right. it's people like Bro, it getting, sounds like a lot of people are spitting though Jordan right it's hilarious they get pulled over by the cops and oh shit. Right. Nine times out of ten, I know cops can be super dicks, but nine times out of ten, the cops are just like, it's a routine, like speeding or something, stop, and they're just mm-hmm. like, can I just please have your ID? And they refuse. They won't. Sometimes I won't even open their window or they'll crack a little bit. They're like, I do not have to provide that. I am in my move, my traveling device or something. Like They have all these elite words, and the cops are like, okay, you're making them sound more and more like they're Amish people. <laughs> Dude, they're just crazy people, and they are so like... Like, I don't know, they believe in it so much. And then the cop will just be like, it's almost, they'll be like, every time they're like, 
come on, man, just give me your ID so like we just doesn't have to be a thing. Fucking help me help you, dude. Yeah, they're like, I'm gonna it's break your window. Do you want me to do that? And like, I do not have to abide by your. And they just start reading off nonsense, and then, rehearsing the same line over and over again. Yes, and Kill inevitably, with repetition. What happens every time the cop bashes the windows? The nightstick pulls them out <laughs> every time, dude. <laughs> so you saw that today, or what's going Bro, on? Oh yes. What, what was your encounter? I went to the post office. And there's oh, a guy shit. walking in with a fucking, uh, what are those called? Like, it's like a gimbal, a stabilizer, actually. I, I, I did. I thought you were about to say a fucking postage stamp. <laughs> Yo, I was walking into the fucking post office with the, a fucking, uh, you know, those those stamps you put on your fucking postcards, Bro, dude. do you even know how to mail a package? Fuck no. Exactly. <laughs> this guy's sovereign citizen, motherfucker. I don't have to sign up to those fucking rules. This is probably like this, at least like 40-year-old dude walking in there. He's got a gimbal. Mm-hmm on his phone to like record <laughs> like he's obviously streaming he's holding it and mm. he's in line he gets called he goes up to the guy and he's like recording i'm like is this guy just like some weird old ass streamer but why is he like recording the post office worker like that's uh, i'd be pissed but whatever do you and know then, that video of uh the a random ass fucking dude that like starts recording like through a phone and he's like walking to a crowd of like just random people walking on the street and he fucking start you know what grime step is no Dude, you should look up Grime Step, and for all those listening right now, look at that, dude. Look that up because it's basically like, dude, I don't know how to describe it other than just fucking spitting some grime. They literally just what? go like, blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> start doing shit like that. And uh, he, this fucking dude that's recording the video goes up to this like, you know, sixty year old like dude just minding his own fucking business, and he's like, bro, you want to hear me grime? And he's like, fucking, he's dabbing himself up pretty much. And then he fucking starts spitting, and then he walks away from the old guy, and he's like, fucking degenerate. What? And the old guy's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> he's like, that's pretty, that's pretty nice, young man. Was, so it supposed was to that be the guy that you were looking at, no, the 40-year-old? No. no, no, this guy's straight up streaming, yeah. and then I'm like, that's so fucking weird that he's like, first of all, why is he that old and like streaming? Whatever, people are weird. <laughs> Because I've had it. it working at the restaurant, dude. We've had it where people come in and they're like streaming while they eat. I'm like, you're fucking weird. But whatever. Yeah. But then he starts saying stuff to the workers like, oh, that's pretty cool. You guys let us record this here. And he's like straight up recording the guy's face and stuff. And mm-hmm. then he says something like, oh, you can't record in here, blah, blah, blah. And this is exactly what the guy hops on. And he's like, well, according to this, blah, blah, blah. And they call over the manager. And then he's right next to me. And I tried recording. I only got like probably 10 seconds of it because I was just having a ball please, and he's like according to this make that one of the audio interloops for a segment i wish I, well i recorded too long because then he stopped but uh. he's like according to federal blah 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 and this that we're allowed <laughs> to record a federal bill i'm like he's like we're just coming in to check up and he says we it's just him we're just coming in check up make sure you guys are falling by the rule and then like she goes she's just like she shut his whole ass down by just going oh i'm very sorry sir and that was it. Didn't try to argue with them or nothing. After he goes on this long tangent, he's like, I'm sorry, sir. And that was a wrap. <laughs> that's that's what killed him, dude. Bro, took his power Simple away. but strong words. I know that was a long tangent, but damn, bro, that that's a big day for me. I finally encountered a Holy soft shit. A soft sit, as we call ourselves in the biz. <laughs> soft sit, bro. Bro, just looking for problems. And then yesterday we saw fucking Halloween kills. It's been a crazy couple of days. Dude, that fucking movie! Wow, that I love Halloween Kills. All up until the ending is what really grinded my gears. I got into it once I realized like 
how just silly it is. Like they're not really having a good time. <laughs> and I feel like the theater as a whole got into that groove. They're like, all right, this is just fucking ridiculous. It was a slow start for them, dude, because there was a fucking dude to my right. And he was like, he was looking like he was having an awful time. Like he kept sitting up in the theater, fucking like rubbing his cheeks and shit, breathing heavy. That's so funny. My guy was not having a good time with this movie. Because we went on Thursday, like opening night Thursday. So you know the people going are like hardcore fans. So, but the guy next to me was cracking jokes the whole time. And so was I. So like I had fun. Ridiculous <laughs> yeah, dude. movie. Ridiculous. Oh, it was great. It was such an enjoyable movie. Well, let's talk about. I mean, we might have to do an episode on that. To be honest, oh, I I would love to. We gotta Absolutely talk about love to. 2019's Candy Corn. <sighs> Fuck, bro. Here we go. Let me Great. give you. Let me drop some knowledge on you. September 13th, right. 2019, the film was released in limited theaters. Then it was released on video on demand and Blu-ray in September 17th, 2019, which is literally four days later. Um, it's actually not streaming anywhere free, right? Uh, Hulu, Sling TV, and Fubo. It's on Hulu. All subscriptions. Damn, I wish I wouldn't have rented it. <laughs> uh, it's an hour and twenty five minutes. The tagline is: "This year, there's a new Halloween tradition." And the breakdown synopsis of it uh, is 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 that it's Halloween weekend, and a group of bullies are planning their annual hazing on local outcast Jacob Adkins. When they take things too far, he's resurrected to seek revenge against those who wronged him. And neither of us have seen this movie, right? No, this is my first and only time watching Damn, this fucking this one movie, dude. Slipped by me. Never even heard of it. <laughs> really weird. I it 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 did kind of stealth drop. <laughs> stealth drop. Yeah. Two yeah. Years ago. That's what we call it, dude. Well, we gotta welcome them straight up to. Primetime, bitch. Oh, shit. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to primetime, bitch. So the budget, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we no, could I, I couldn't find it anywhere either. I'll say, well, no, I would say one million, but just with... The fucking Bro, no, I don't know. Two mil. You're saying less or more? I'm saying like less. Maybe, maybe a mil. Maybe one mil is like pretty straight head, like pretty on the dot. Because they, dude, I feel like locations, like all all four of those locations that they use this entire movie, and then the practical post death effects. Well, yeah, I, I'm just saying with the stars to us that i would call stars uh you know they probably cost some money we got it we got a few heavy hitters actually though for the cast oh for sure yeah i also don't know how much it grossed either just because it was basically i mean it was only in theaters for like a limited release for a few days and then it's video on demand streaming that's that's so bizarre it was this was actually played in a theater oh i would love to see it in theater (laughs) Dude, what is do you're taking this bit far and beyond, Jordan? Well, it's filmed in Blanchester, Ohio. Mm. It's like Manchester, but more bland. And <laughs> so, so such an artistic choice. We got as producer, so well, I'll cover the main one and then go backwards. So just as the mm-hmm. just to say the producer, writer, director is all my man's Josh Hasty. 
And he's his movie. The movie's actually called Josh Hasty's Candy Corn. Mm-hmm. Um, he did give. So this is why I could have think it's actually a little bit less, maybe even a million, uh, because Tony Todd is listed as an executive producer, and mm-hmm. you also had Courtney Gaines, Matt O'Neill, and Josh Hasty himself were listed as actual producers. So, and then you had like five or six others along with Tony Todd that got executive producer credits. Uh, so I'm guessing, and this is just me guessing that there might be some kind of pitch in there of like, hey, take a lower amount. If we get some money from this on streaming, you get a percentage basically. Mm. Unless they were actually like consulting and like helping make the movie better. Um, I'm not sure. But dude, Josh Hasty, he wrote it, directed it, and produced it. And uh, he's kind of doing like a John Carpenter approach with the Josh Hasty's Candy Corn. Mm-hmm. He also did the editing himself. Yeah, I could tell. Really? There, there was, there's a lot of like weird ass audio cues and like. How dare you? How dare I, dude? The, well, just you're talking about like sound effects. I'm talking about yeah, like songs cutting in and out. You're them crazy. just not even having any ambiance. The music, however, I will say, was fucking banging. Well, let me drop something on you. I say this as yeah, a surprise. Yeah, go ahead, dude. The composer? Yeah. Josh Hasty. All right. That's that, that is the, That is the dude. big credit I'll give him, because the music here was actually pretty fucking good. It was sick. I loved it, dude. You got, I, like... It just... Dude, I'll be real. Personally, I felt like his music was, like, carrying the film. Yes, but... That's what okay. I mean. Um, you know, that's why I give it a John Carpenter vibe too, because I mean, that was heavy on the music. You know, like that was mm-hmm. a lot of what the first Halloween was, and this has a slow burn like that, and it has that like um, that ambiance. Like it's I don't even know how to describe it. It's very Halloweeny and very like fall, and it's it's not just like a slasher, which I like. There there are like a few shots that I thought looked super beautiful, but then others that I just thought were so fucking, like, awful. Like, the the positioning of everything, like, that. there's a specific car scene where they're right outside the fucking, like, Sheriff County, like, station, and it's just fucking pure white, like a scene from The Mist. It's just blinding white outside of the car windows. Some of that uh, could be budget, though, right? What's up? Some of that could be budget, though. But then they had a whole ass window scene with uh, what's her face, uh, Madison Russ's character, uh, checking out her window, and like it was a perfectly lit. That was a really good shot because it was perfectly like not any exposure outside, really well lit inside. But yet for the whole car scene, it was just super fucking bright. Well, my biggest takeaway, honestly. I'm not saying it carried yeah. the whole movie, but I guess you could say because it was so much strong. It was so strong if you compare it to everything else. Like, the strongest was the music. And yeah. I liked the movie after watching it. Music was a big part of that. And then to find out that the same dude wrote it, directed it to the composing, the editing, like, that's fucking impressive. And got all these big people to do it, probably for not much money. It really pulled it off. There's just so much sick music. It's all different songs too. Like you didn't hear like mm-hmm. the same theme play over and over. You had like a like heavier rock Halloween like piano song in there. You had like some dramatic music. It was all unique. It was crazy, crazy good. And then you had like the music shifting. I remember. I don't want to get too much into the scenes that they apply to, but man, 
How do you not like have mad respect after finding out about that? You no, piece man, of I, shit. I'll, I'll tell you Defend right now. I, the music was good, but I just felt like he probably focused so much on the music than he did the other aspects of the film. Which, like, I mean, there's no disrespect, but I will say that it just felt, to me at least, so obvious that the music in this was the main selling point and that the whole plot of it was super fucking silly. Almost like Halloween Kills-esque fucking all over, like, just crazy. I thought it was all right because it wasn't, they didn't try to get complex with it or anything. It was pretty straightforward. I don't mind that. I just, well, the whole, the whole, like, beginning, I probably... To be fair, I think for me it was the opening that gave me a really bad first impression. Maybe I'm being a little bit too rough, but I, dude, I was so not even lost, but just like confused about like the the whole sequence of events to unfold to then get into the, like the main, you know, the main uh, meat of the movie, and then like a lot of the kills. Well, hold up. Hold, let's yeah, 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 let's yeah. get into well, let's talk about the um yeah, let's talk actors. about the actors. Cuz yeah. we got some great ones. That's why I'm surprised I hadn't heard of this movie. We got um Courtney Gaines, a sheriff Sam Bradford, aka fucking Malachi from Children of the Corn, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, super strange seeing him all grown up. And that movie, dude, I watched it. I think it was last Halloween, Children of the Court. For dude, when I was a kid and watched that, that movie scared me. Like I thought it was really scary. Going backwards, that movie is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so bad. Like how? Gosh. But uh yeah, he's Malachi, which is like the best part of that movie. And probably the scariest mm-hmm. part because he's just such an asshole little kid. Yeah. Um in this one though, it's funny because he's playing like a super nice guy. Hero. Yeah. Well, not yeah. I mean, I was gonna say our hero, but yeah, definitely. He's uh, his best. I mean, eighties was like specifically the latter half of the eighties. He was killing it. He was Dixon mm-hmm. in Back to the Future. He was Hans in the Burbs. He was in uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Like all of that's like nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty nine. He was killing it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, you got our boy Poncho Moller as Doctor Death. So it's so weird seeing him like right after thirty one. That's how I found out about this movie. Really? Yeah, because I was huh. um doing the research for thirty one and was looking up what Poncho Malaire did and I was like, What the hell is Candy Corn? And then oh, it's all shit. like what okay. Tony Todd, PJ Souls, what? And- yeah, right? Super fucking weird to see PJ Souls, dude. Yeah, and I was happy and, like- that it was a Halloween movie. I was like, What this is like perfect, the stars align. Yeah, no, and it, like it's still fucking weird to me how PJ Souls was in Rock and Rock and Roll High School and Halloween. It's fucking. It's just a weird lineup of movies for me personally. I, I just can't. wait Halloween. I don't remember where she was in Rock and Roll. High oh, School. PJ Souls. I thought you said Poncho Malaire. I was like, what the hell? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be fucking funny though. That'd be great. She doesn't do much in this. Not really. It's almost like that's why I wonder if it's like these were like somewhat of favors. Now I know where Poncho mm-hmm. Malaire knows. Josh Hasty from guess what somehow Josh Hasty is connected to 31 like because it says he did the documentary on the making of 31 so I don't know if he was like the documentarian hmm. or something to that effect so that's always connected to 31 slash Rob Zombie which uh there's there's definitely some uh some meshing there so they're, they're from okay. the same universe and, oh 
I don't know which which role do you like better, Poncho Malera as Doctor Death or as Nazi? To be fucking... fair, I I don't. And again, maybe it's just this whole movie. I, I definitely felt like the acting in this wasn't as strong. No, it wasn't great. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like definitely Poncho Malera killed it as the <laughs> the Spanish Nazi in thirty one. Then Doctor Death. Yeah, that's true. I mean. I mean that's just a, such two completely a different characters role. though. Yeah. It's so much easier to act crazy than it is to act like as a different normal person, like a stoic kind of figure. So I, no diss to him, but definitely I feel like Thirty One he sold the character a lot more. Yeah, and I mean it's funny even comparing Thirty One to this. I feel like they're in different leagues in terms of the budgets and like funding they had. Oh yeah, well, well, I mean, dude, granted, you have fucking Rob Zombie. Yeah. So and I, then he got like, which is an indie movie, you know. But it's like this True, is it, it indie, was a, it indie. was a fan budgeted film, but even then too, I mean Rob Zombie just he again he has, he has that taste, dude. He has that iconic touch, taste maker, bro. He's this had way real, more um, flair and like style. I feel like than Thirty One did. Candy corn, yeah. It definitely had a whole mood about it. Like, I mean, where did you see that? Well, yeah, and that's okay. I'll, I'll probably get into it later. But um, as far as like style, like I said earlier, I felt like there were certain shots, like shots of like the forest and everything, were fucking awesome paired with the music. And then when like I forgot his name, like Bernard, I think the other cop with the shotgun, like that fucking that just that straight like one lane road was super fucking beautiful looking. Oh yeah, like that's probably where I'm gonna give it like the highest praise. I like the car scene with the. The bully too. Uh was that Mike Mike Bramford? Mike Bramford his, as the bully? Yeah. I liked like his the main acting guy, the, the least. weird ass dude that No, the bully, like with the greaser hair. Yeah, the black hair, the son of the sheriff? Yeah. Mike Bramford. Yeah, him. Oh, what scene you're talking about? Um liked? I liked his acting or you the just least. Liked the actor? No, I liked his acting the least. His took me the most. Oh time. yeah, his was fucking awful, dude. Yeah. Was no, he definitely and especially for being like the main bully or like the main antag kind of fucking mm. figure. It was super weak. There's a lot of things I think I'm guessing that were like Josh Hasty's kind of references or inspiration. And that was like very like Stephen King greaser fifties bully to me, but it was also very twin peaksy. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what was the time era of this movie. It, they never explicitly say, but definitely I, I figured cause I watched this with my girlfriend uh, and everything, and she was like, so is this like a small town thing, or is this just like a time period thing? Because they're all using like wired telephones. Oh, they were? Oh, yeah. Like, um, Madison Ross's character. I forgot. Wasn't her name like Caroline? or? Yeah, Carol. Carol? Yeah, Carol. Carol's character, uh, she got a phone call, uh, which apparently was like a, I, I don't know if it was like a prank done by her boyfriend or like the bully like the main bully or whatever the fuck because they reference that later for no reason but yeah it's like a wire telephone the police station has wire telephone i could the, see it being 70s the cars had maybe, that style. yeah i could see it being I, 70s I was thinking that. i was like kind of mixed in between it's probably like you know maybe early 90s and it's just a small town i like that when it's purposely somewhat vague for like time, yeah, because then you don't have to question it later like you don't set a date so then people are like oh well, where's this where's that it's like it's just no need to explain. So you know what I feel like. Also, this was close to. Have you ever seen It Follows? It follows. Yeah, this had a very really? similar. 
like with the like great the school. color yeah the the kind of th- uh not ambiance but i guess atmosphere that's what i wanted to say yeah atmosphere feels the same yeah well the uh, one person we got to talk about is tony todd as bishop gate bro <sighs> yo i i'll be real i feel fucking baited when i saw tony todd on that fucking cast i expected him at least be in more than fucking four scenes. Dude. You know why I'm happy for him though? What's up? he got his eye patch, bro? He got his eye patch. Damn! That's how the did you first know? thing I noticed? Holy huh? shit! That's funny. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That's crazy. That's <laughs> funny. My girlfriend had no idea what I was freaking out about, but as soon as we saw him, dude, I fucking <laughs> because uh, when you first see him, you don't really get to you don't greet him yet. It's like when he's no. picking up. Uh, he's Gus. just sitting there. I'm like, come on, I'm he's gonna just do something. There. Say something. Yeah. Just sitting there, Please. like, hey, this is Tony Todd. He was he filmed probably for two hours. Yeah, probably. But hey, for an indie film to get to pull Tony Todd, even though they probably you know they couldn't afford him, basically you couldn't get him for long, but he's still in there. That's cool. If that was a yeah, horror no. director, an indie horror director, and I got these fucking like four people in it, that would be so cool. I'm sure that was mm-hmm. his goal. Yeah, and I mean, just. I'm really glad for him to get his eye patch. That was like probably the biggest highlight too for I put, Tony Todd. I feel like that eye patch was more important than the executive producer credit too. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it because he's doing that as a favor. He's like, "You want me? I'm wearing an eye patch." He's like, "Well, no, it doesn't really patch. apply." I'm wearing a fucking eye patch, or I walk. It's like, did, did I ask you that? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Yeah, you're right. I fucking didn't give Bro. me that eye patch, or I'm not helping you. My man's been trying to do that since 1990, dude. He- <laughs> <laughs> Never has he fucking slacked on that hustle, bro. See, you've worked through. But I wonder goals. if that is like an inside joke too. Like that'd be so like specific, though. Shit. I don't What's know. Up? I feel like that's so specific, but maybe. Well, partly just because, like, imagine you know, knowing that in Candyman he really tried pushing for the eye patch, but was just given that like no, and then for this kind of indie film, he's like, all right, give me an eye patch. Yeah, but is that such big news about like that was probably a side reference in like one interview Tony Todd did. But only the real ones would get it, Jordan. I don't think you're a real one, dude. I think you're fat. No, I about caught it, right it immediately. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> for that reference for, to be so specific, I don't know. If he did, it more power to him. I like it even I, more. I feel like though, because what would be the point of the dude's eye patch? Like nothing. Because it's like a sideshow circus thing. Yeah, but I mean oh, but you I, know, okay. I feel like it's more plausible that Tony Todd brought it up. Oh, yeah, no, 100% he did. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Tony Todd would burning up. But dude, not because... for the fans, just because he really wanted to wear a fucking eye patch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, he he doesn't, get, like, dude, no, he loves his fans, probably, but I'm saying, though, he didn't give a fuck who said anything. He wanted that eye patch. I'm there with you. Yeah, I think, like, really, man? The man, all he wanted, <laughs> just give him the damn eye patch, and he got it. So, like, just for that, 10. I'm you know what, Jordan? I, as much as I'm trying to be an asshole in this movie, I do agree with you there. That is a ten worthy rating. Well, there's a lot of other actors here that like not a lot, but enough that it's like, I mean, they're not really in anything. But uh, oh, yeah, one more though. Sky Elobar as Gus. This oh. dude, legend, <laughs> bro. He has an I Heart Lot Lizard shirt. <laughs> really? Did you see that? Yeah, when he dies, he has an I Heart lot lizards i'm like wow that's quite the shirt he was <laughs> man he was going for it on that uh it looks like he's a spin a stunt man maybe 
No, he's just played stunts in The Rocker with Rain Wilson. He's been in some stuff. Mm. I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, but yeah, is there any other people you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, we pretty much covered like all of them. Yeah. I want to, so. Well, we definitely got to talk about some black cats and goblins. Got to cover that shit, dude. Got to. Black cats and goblins and broomsticks and ghosts. Covens of witches with all of their hosts. You may think they scare me, they're probably right. Black cats and goblins on Halloween night. All right, so you want to talk about the opening, so hit me with it. What didn't you like? Yeah, dude. Okay, so like, what the fuck? Are we man? going all the I, way I up to when the kid gets beaten up? That's the opening. Yeah. Okay. And like, when he apparently fucking gets killed, like, because right. that just happens. I, I yeah. don't see. I don't know, man. I mean, <sighs> that probably I, wasn't vicious enough if he actually died from that. Unless he's just got soft. Yeah, because <laughs> he's just getting punched in the fucking stomach, and then he gets one kick in the face. Like, if they stomped him, like on the ground. Yeah, I. Like, cause it literally looked like he just had a black eye, like a little bit disfigured, but like not enough to actually just be dead from that. Like that makeup itself for that, like his face after the fact looked good, but yeah, I don't know why he died mm-hmm. from it. Um, I feel like definitely this, obviously a very very low budget film, and like I felt like this was to me it felt very student filmish. And that's not like as a diss, but that really? just feels more of like a, yeah, j- well, just speaking of like, you know, the acting level, the like, the camera, like the camera felt weird to me, like the, the overall like picture quality of the film, it just felt weird. It was like really clean. See, and, I liked like, all that. I really liked the look of it. I, the acting, I yeah, didn't like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I was so on board with the, the overall look of the film, which like. That's crazy. Th- yeah, I, I don't know, man. Something about it. But again, I, I just feel like that first impression really got to me because like the whole band of characters and like I get it, it must have just been a mix of like the lackluster acting and then for whatever reason, they're kicking the shit out of this dude that they fucking bully and then the dude gets pissed that he fucking fights back like, wow, what a surprise. And then they fucking kill him over that bullshit. And it's like, dude, <sighs> It's like a it's like a frustrating thing. It's like I guess I'm more frustrated. Yeah, I mean it's funny because you're right when you said the score carries it. It does a lot because it's almost like Terrifier. How like the kills are so sick that you can look back past the bad acting, and you can kind of do yeah. that with this. Not with the kills necessarily, but with like some of the other parts of it. Like for me, the score I thought it felt really. Uh, I don't know. It felt really fall to me. But so like, dude, I'll be real. Uh, a handful of times in the movie, I would just look back over to my girlfriend and be like, "What? Like this music, dude? It's fu-. like I'd just be like, it's fucking kicking ass." But then, like, it would be during scenes that like people are talking. Oh my! Can we talk about the slow mo? Bro, I was just, I was waiting. so much slow mo. I you're on the same. Level I kept either. screaming. I'm like, shooting sixty FPS, dude. You don't fucking do slow mo with twenty four FPS. It looks so choppy. That's why we so could've. fucking nineties. We can talk about it now because the first time's in the opening, and I yeah. hated that. Like you dude. gotta make it somewhat brutal too. If like he's dying from this, and like there was one sound effect that was terrible during that fight too. It was like a almost like a kung fu like or something. Yeah, yes, yes, dude. And that's what I'm saying too. It, it's weird because I mean, granted. You did point out that he did write, direct, and produce the music, compose the music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's all three of his roles and edited it. Yeah. I feel like he does, and it, probably not by his choice, but I felt like he just took on too much because with the editing, 
it's like he he would use the music too to like dampen out any ambiance or like people like characters talking or walking through like the abandoned houses or just through scenes and shit. I like and the shot just, of uh the dude that gets killed like when he was riding his bike with the opening credits and the music. That had great Halloween like fall vibes. Wait, when the dude died riding his bike? No, he was just riding his bike. Uh, I think it was during the opening credits, right after the opening. Oh well, are, are you talking about like the actual? Uh, you talking about um Gus, the killer? Well, wait, what was the killer's name? Was the name Gus or Justin? No, Gus is the I Heart Lot Lizards guy. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. And then was his name Justin or no? That's uh, fuck. But Jacob the, is the who? Jacob is the one who gets bullied. Jacob is the one that dies and comes back. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob. Okay, I, I was getting Gus and Jacob confused then. Yeah, sorry, but uh, yeah, that whole that was really nice. Um, also, with the music and stuff in the opening, but that that bully also looks thirty five, which I know a lot of horror movies. Oh, do that, dude, but yeah, on. no, like he was not built for that role, and just like, I don't know, man. I mean, the only thing for me really, which just fucking grinds my gears, is just the fucking line delivery of that bully. Was oh, so, yeah. he would like whisper, but then pretend to be like vicious and shit. I really think like, he, he was trying to do the Twin Peaks. Bully. He looks a lot like the. He's mm-hmm. kind of the bully in Twin Peaks, but he's like he's a little bit more complex than that. But he's like kind of like the essential like greaser kid. And he mm-hmm. looks a lot like him, so I feel like he was kind of trying to do that. But yeah, I feel like maybe like that dude's just really actually nice in real in real life or something so he just couldn't oh probably definitely yeah I, something <laughs> must have hindered him because well it's weird dude can we talk about also in the opening when they're talking about like hazing uh fucking jacob and shit uh he calls him a fucking like did he say toothless faggot or something faggot like he just drops the fucking f-bomb like that like that wasn't in the script yeah he's like, no, <laughs> he's I was like just feeling dude. it man <laughs> but like he says that and then never throughout the entire movie does he use any fucking like crude language ever bro they had to reshoot like yo throw a faggot he's like dude you gotta you gotta stop saying faggot man i mean it doesn't even apply at all like what are you trying to say he's like yelling in the mirror getting character man (laughs) just can't can't fucking stand that faggot dude he's yelling at himself in a reflection oh my god he's he's pulling a heath ledger right now training (laughs) i for some reason whatever the bullies were saying or something i got huge carry vibes but i can't remember specifically what it was from that that Mm. whatever the bullying what were they doing? Can we also talk about, like, no offense to the other people, but, like, the other bullies or the other people of the group, they don't look like bullies at all. They just look like pussies, to be fair. That one very soft-faced soft person, uh, Caleb Thomas, he just doesn't look like a bad guy. He just looks like a nice person. The dude that gets his fucking spine ripped out. Well, at least he's the one that actually looked young, though. He actually looked like he yeah. was like, in high school. And the other one, like, But, like, I, I don't know, man. Just... <laughs> Yeah, so, the opening was the great. scariest thing to me was just the acting. Just like Halloween Kills, the opening is the worst part. I think. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I felt. I mean, well, I'll be real though. What which is worse, Candy Corn's opening or Halloween Kills? Well, probably Granted, Halloween Kills because, because it, Halloween Kills has a bigger budget. But. Yeah, but ho- probably Halloween Kills though, just because like of how much I didn't like it and how much mm-hmm. it doesn't apply really to anything. <laughs> it's just like, look, we're member this member, dropping that member berries, dude. I I guess, but yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, that that's just not even fair though to compare the two. Still, that, I'm that going is candy just corn. Completely unjust. But 
I will say though, yeah, definitely that opening was a very bad first impression from me at least. Well, what Halloween needs to go back to is like having what well, all these horror franchises need to go back to is having more like um indie like underground up and coming directors direct with the big budget. That's how mm-hmm. we got interesting entries from like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. So, if this dude directed a Halloween, I would love to see it. I feel yeah, like he no, could really I mean, capture definitely that. if he had the bigger budget and the right actors and like he could pay for like editors and he just focuses on music and direction, like I, I feel like he could kill it. Yeah. I'm guessing but, he's um, a big fan of John Carpenter, if I had to guess, just because of like the composing I mean, who isn't, dude. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. I mean that's <laughs> but yeah, no, I, know, I, I indie see what director you're saying, John Carpenter. <laughs> uh did you think this movie was scary? Not really, no. What about um, when you're 10? It didn't... Huh? What about when you're 10? When I was 10? Not even really when I was 10. I mean, not... Because, I, I mean, when I was 10, I wouldn't notice the acting. But, like, even then, it didn't really feel all too... Like, there, was, there wasn't much build-up to, like, the scare. It was kind of just, like, he would show up, and he'd be like, Oh, whoa, fuck! And they'd freak out and shit and just run away, and he'd catch up and kill him. You're right. Yeah, they probably could have capitalized on that more. Actually, building up the scene before he kills someone... It was pretty yeah. instantaneous. Well, and that's just another thing too. I I feel like it was the same thing with uh oh, I, don't, I don't know what what was the last movie we covered with how 31 31 yeah, how with 31 almost um or was it 31? I'm trying to remember which movie we talked about where basically a lot of the kills they were just close-ups and then just corn syrup. And then, like, then they would show the aftermath, but it, it oh, wasn't like they were pulling off a that was a fucking hackle lantern. Don't you but, dare! The powers oh, of the blood. Thank dude. you, thank you, hackle lantern. Okay, I swear to God, Did I knew forget? there was something in between hackle lantern and thirty one. I just or hackle lantern. Your brain is no, sorry, coming on you. Thirty one. My brain's You're melting done, right dude. now. This fucking movie got me good. Powers but regardless, of the blood, dude. no, yeah. The, a lot of the kills here, a lot of the you know scenes where Jacob is in, it's just a close up on a person corn syrup that's like a budget thing though for sure yeah definitely and like they don't have the cgi to like work it in and stuff oh my god but that digital blood though you saw it right well Multiple save times, it for the digital blood save it for the, the yeah for the the corn syrup bit <laughs> yeah i will but wow but needless Anyways, to say though, it's not yeah. scary when you're 10 or now no yeah <laughs> i would agree with you um we got a couple of killers, though, I guess. Technically, we could talk about. We got Dr. Death, Poncho Malaire. Mm-hmm. He can uh, summon his powers. He can obviously summon the dead. I think he's using voodoo, right? Because, like, that was. Yeah. I was going to say he pulled up the Necronomicon or something, dude. Oh, maybe that's a Evil that. Dead reference. No, I, I mean, I doubt it. Did not look anything like it. It's just a book. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely got an art, artist effect to him, what he does with the jack o' lantern later. Jack <laughs> and then you got Jacob. He's the main killer, you know, mm. slash acolyte. He's the understudy of Doctor Death. Uh, <laughs> really, I he's mean, just got super strength, right? Well, that's the thing too. Like, is it actually like Jacob coming back from the dead, or just like an evil spirit inhabiting his body? Ooh, I guess it's up to an interpretation. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, I would think it's him because that's why he's so angry. He's really channeling that. Well, game. why did he kill the girl? Just fuck her. I was glad she died. 
She deserved it. She was what? She annoyed the shit out of me. That whole like. Oh well, yeah, I mean, it was. She was annoying, but like, she literally did nothing though during. I mean, I guess she didn't help. Yeah, but she's that whole fucking like conflicted but also not conflicted like traumatized but then like also at the same time yeah she was traumatized one scene and then immediately after like her boyfriend her or he tries having sex with her and then she gets over it immediately immediately she's like hey just don't do that again <laughs> like yeah, she's oh like, okay never what kill somebody <laughs> yeah don't do that I again. mean granted dude it was that fucking uh, that bully's fault not really the boyfriend's fault they're all douches including her they are pretty fucking douche. I was so glad. I was like, she better die. I would have been so mad. For real, right? So what kills do you want to talk about? Uh Oh, I mean, do you want to... Well, I don't know if they're corn syrup bits, but I will say... Not uh, effects-wise, just like... Yeah, um, the whole spine rip thing. I it. literally thought he was digging his hand, like his hand into his head. And I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty fucking creative. But no, then you just see him just rip out the spine... But like, can we talk yeah. about how no one fucking screams <laughs> when they're getting killed? I didn't realize that. I hate. Yeah, not one though. person screams when they get killed. And well, that dude, girl was. Okay, so she? like, what's up? The girl was when she was crawling. Well, yeah, but when when she was getting her tongue ripped out, because apparently that kills you. When she was getting, you her try tongue screaming out, with someone holding and pulling your tongue. What's up? You try screaming with someone pulling out your tongue. Ah. Okay, well, you debunk that. <laughs> Fuck it, yo, fact wow. check that shit real quick, dude. Debunk. Fucking Mythbusters, dude. <laughs> Got a bone to pick with this, bro. But, like, yeah, no one fucking screams when they get killed in this movie. All right, bro, and you're really I, nitpicking I, right now. Give me something dude. substantial, because I love this movie. Okay, all right. Again, I mean, and this is the thing. You know what? Maybe I am just being too rough, because this fucking dude, you know, did four jobs in one. So, like, granted, I'm not, I'm not going to shit talk... Like he could have done anything better about it, but definitely, I felt like the 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 like, I guess the the evil for well, not even evil too. I mean, I guess Jacob had all right to kill. <laughs> it's all right, man. He had the well, right. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Stand I mean, your ground. Shit. I mean, they didn't really all fucking deserve to die. If anything, the fucking bully cunt deserved to die. Oh, for sure. That's called uh, yeah. Justice like he was born. just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And I feel like he he actually had the only on-screen gore effect kill when he's ripping out his teeth and shit. No one else had that treatment, which was cool, though. I respected it because yeah, like, yeah he kind of deserves him. to have the, the gruesome on-screen kill. Yeah, you got to do him dirty. You got to. Got to. Yeah, I feel A lot of movies fail on that. They're like, okay, now that guy died. It's like, no, he's the worst person. Like, yeah, I, I honestly thought when he ripped off his arms, he was just going to be dead. I mean, that's pretty brutal in of itself, though. <laughs> I mean, that was nuts. I, I found it pretty silly because he just... Rips him off. At least he has. That was kind of cool, though. Yeah, it was cool. At least he has. We know he's already supernatural because he's brought back from the grave or spirited habits. So it's not like this weird, like, like even with Mike Myers, like it's weird that he has borrowed time. Because like when he kills the couple, he like passes out, like he goes back to like the underworld. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember, like after he kills them, he drags her back in the room with the boyfriend. He falls over. And then Doctor Death comes and he's like, "No, you, come on! Like, there's still more time." Maybe he, he has like blood, an energy bar, basically. Like, yeah, he exerted well, he needs too innocent much. blood, apparently. But then the powers in the blood. Needs... Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh fuck, <laughs> Jordan! You just split me around so fucking fast. <laughs> oh my fuck god, your shit, dude! What if Candy Corn really was 
a fucking a, a continuation. Wow, the sequel of, we never got. Wow, holy shit! Powers in the blood. Well, we just got it today, Jordan. Hell yeah! Now you like that it? Is fucking insane. You know what? Hack o' Lantern and this fucking movie—they are within the same universe. And where's the power though? That's what I don't get. It's resurrecting the dead, dude. It's in the blood. Yeah, the power's in the blood. Yeah, <laughs> I set fucking you up for that because he's running low on power, man. Well, because he got juiced up in the end. This is kind of unrelated, but I also wanted to say too, like I feel like that's a big part of us talking about movies, especially ones that aren't like a hundred percent like good, like guaranteed. Wow, this is mm-hmm. an amazing movie. It like all depends on the mood you watch it in, like your yeah, current yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, first it was funny when I was watching this, I was like, I don't know. If, like, I should be liking it, but I was in such a good mood. It was, like, good Halloween vibes. <laughs> like, yeah. so that that matters. And then, actually, if you rewatch it, too, like, the more times you rewatch it, that can go down or sometimes go up. Depending on what you notice and everything else like that, according Yeah. So, I mean, it's just weird. Like, I hope nobody ever gets, like, butthurt about us not liking a certain movie or something. Like, I don't even stand by uh, the it's things. It's bound to happen. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just opinions, like, yeah. at the end of the day. But opinions are like assholes, right? all dude damn i made that one up myself that that's awesome dude so you want to talk about some of that corn syrup yeah right before actually i will say i really liked the mask in this yes like the actual the actual design of the killer was cool i really liked his outfit uh well that is like another plus i'll give it um it was really cool how he was very right he definitely looked rob zombified i have that in my uh Corn syrup too, but I forgot to ask you though. Did you want to do a a build for either Jacob or Doctor Death? Oh like shit! You know what? Okay, so for Jacob, I'm I'm feeling like this motherfucker is. I want to say <clears throat> probably a warlock barbarian, but more so barbarian than warlock. Of course. Uh, <laughs> that because that Are dude warlocks he, he's specking all into strength, uh, zero charisma. He's got like a plus two in int. Uh, I'd say his dex is pretty. He's he's like a, a Michael build, so his dex is also pretty low because he yeah. just walks around. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it's effective, dude. You wear out your opponents because he's got all that fucking strength and endurance right there. He saves the power bar for ripping off arms. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. He is definitely and like here's the thing though. Uh, for a subclass of a barbarian, I really wouldn't know what to put him in, man. I mean, a lot of them go a little bit like. They don't justify his sheer fucking wrath, uh, the the strength in his fucking arms. Like he's he, got to he have high me. strength, right? Like maxed yeah. Out. So I, I'm just trying to think of a subclass that compensates that, but I really can't think of it off the top of my head. So it could be like warrior or something. Well, no, I mean, there's no subclass warrior. You uh, know, I, I'll have to get back to you on that in the corn syrup bit. Okay, with yeah, the subclass yeah, no for a barbarian. All right, let's 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 try. I'll give you a good let's one. Try a little bit of that corn syrup, actually. There's a little bit. Like candy corn? No, corn syrup. Well, corn. I wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup, you know? Like these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins, you know? Let's get a shot here. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh God, that's blood. All right, so there's definitely... I mean, the kill count I have at six. I think that's right. I got Gus, who gets, like, neck exploded. You got Bobby, got the spine rip. You got uh, Steve was off screen, but died in front of Carol. You got Carol with her tongue rip. You got Sheriff Bramford got hackle lanterned, and you got Mike <laughs> got the double arm rip. Um, 
death spine. Yeah, we didn't mention the spine. That was like, bruh. It's like starting a lawnmower, <laughs> dude. Just leave it at that. Just to, bruh. Bruh. Just, that was cool. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it too, but I didn't know what was going on until too, man. after he pulled it. fucking though. traitor, dude. Mad practical effects. I love that, dude. We're in 2020, or I guess 2019 though, and when this was done. But still, doing practical effects, like, shout out. And that's who still, like we said, I don't remember if it was, I think it was in 31. Like, the only people doing practical, practical effects are indie movies because they don't have the budget. And I end up liking them more. What, uh, the only practical effects I saw were, like, you know, post-mortem, like, effects where, like, it would just be, like, the dead bodies. Yeah. Are you talking about the actual spine being a practical effect when you ran yeah, that too. it out? Yeah, I will say there was a lot of corn syrup in this movie, but like there was also just like a lot of digital blood. And really? one thing that really bothered me, like a big thing I caught was especially when she got her uh, the girl got her tongue ripped out, you literally saw like the green screen crop out effect of the blood as it squirted out and then it just faded away. Really? It just it just fucking disappeared, and I, I I was like, dude, come on, like. Well, he probably had to do that if he was doing. Yeah, that. no, he had to because I mean, I was just thinking you couldn't just spit out. Well, because yeah. she was like spitting out blood, but all the blood she spit out was digital blood. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Well, obviously you're sure. Yeah, but and, I then, and then and then like after that shot. It goes to her like falling to the ground. She had a bunch of blood pooling out, which I actually did like how. The blood pooling of our first kill with Gus, uh, I thought that was pretty like cool. Because at first I'm like, oh, is he just gonna choke him? And like he fucking wrenches into his gut, which I wish we could see that. Like I wish we could see him like go in for like the gut punch like through. Right. Uh, I I think with my gripe with the kills in this is that a lot of it we really don't see. We just see close ups of the people's faces, but they're not even screaming. Well, I'm guessing like, that's like, budgetary things, but like I feel like this is how you do it though. If you don't have the budget, budget, yeah. If you don't have the budget, yeah. dude, this is how you do it, where you make it more of a atmospheric, somewhat slow burn, and then the kills you do have are like gruesome because you know you can't make an effective like slash everybody. Kind yeah, without I mean, showing it. it will work for some I, reason. I definitely feel though, like if you keep the kills to like a low, you could definitely try to like sprinkle in like creative ways. I mean, have we ever? I feel like have we ever done like a creativity count? See how many kills are like super creative, or I guess that's more for the tropes and anti tropes, right? Or I mean, I guess yeah. we can talk about it since we're on corns here. Yeah. But what do you think was the most creative kill hmm. in our count? Well, the like the actual act of the kill. Yeah, like the actual kill itself. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like quality of effects or anything like that, but just overall the actual implication. I mean, I feel like at this point everything's been done, but I, I did like the, uh, I don't know, I, I liked all of them, but I, I maybe the spine rip, they really went for I it. I thought the one. spine rip was pretty sick, as much as like I am kind of shitting on it a little bit, because at first I thought he was digging his hand into his head, which I thought would have been pretty fucking sick. But definitely, though, that that's a lot of money for like practical effects and all that, but. It probably all matters, too, on expectations when going in the movie, so. Maybe. I knew nothing about this movie. I mean, I knew Tony Todd and them when he was in it. I had seen the rating wasn't good. That's about it. I didn't really dive into oh, it. Oh, really? I didn't even look at the ratings yet, actually. So I'm curious to what people have said. Yeah. Well, basically, I was just, I think I had my settings really low. So it exceeded them. Whereas, mm. like, and then Rob Zombie, I, re- I like Rob Zombie. So probably for 31, I was like, 
Well, I had already seen it, but crazy. Yeah, and it just was like, yeah. Ugh. I was at least expecting it to be better on the second time around. It definitely was not. So that matters <laughs> too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just because we mentioned it, the effects part of it, the slow mo drove me nuts, though. Oh, dude! Like, why? I feel like I know why, why? but I don't want to say that because then that almost feels like it's discrediting. I feel like the slow mo is added in there just to drag out those extra minutes of the movie, or just give it some kind of flair or effect. I I guess, but even then, dude, it, it's used so much. So much. That's why I was like, no. Like, I al- yeah. already didn't like it in the opening scene, but it's like the fact that mm-hmm. I think every kill had it, honestly. Well, you know, it was really weird, actually. Um, fucking what? What is that actually referencing? Because I'm actually drawing a blank for the the final kill that we get when he kills the bully. We have those like freeze frames. Oh, what what does that? What is that one series that really does that or used to? I want to say Friday the Thirteenth, but I don't think so. I'm only probably thinking of the ending of the second one. I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember I, I, this. I, I, in this I know movie. that's from somewhere, and I'm just drawing a huge ass blank. But what it just did like a a bunch like of frames. Freeze cut, freeze cut. Maybe I'm just thinking of Rob Zombies. It's very, yeah, it's got that. That seems like a very Rob Zombie thing to do. Yeah, may, you know what? Maybe I yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure it's literally just Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, yeah, I but, feel like in 31 he did a lot of slow-mo. Oh, he did a shit ton. Yeah, it's like what is that? That's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know what? It's exactly 31. That's what I was thinking about with like it would just stop like freeze cut, freeze cut. Yeah, he's on like dead people and shit like that. It did that for the end, and I was like, "Damn, okay." Like that. I mean, it was like it was cool because it was like a change in pace a little bit. I wonder if he somehow connected to Rob Zombie through like editing or something. Maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I think overall, though, um, I'd have to say, yeah, the spinal cord was my favorite kill too, or at least creative. uh, Oh well, what is your favorite kill? That's it. Shit. Yeah. Oh. Thinking it back, all of it. Um, I really liked the ending kill because that was the most, I think, brutal on screen we've ever got. When he's ripping out his teeth and shit. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was pretty dope. I thought that was pretty cool. I think I might. Oh shit! I don't know because the spinal cord is pretty dope too. He just got Mortal Kombat the fuck <laughs> out of his back. Yeah, and there's also the up. teeth yanking. I think I like the teeth yanking a little bit more because I feel like they're referencing like putting the corn in like his gums and shit like that, like candy uh, corn and shit. Okay. I can see that. But I think I'm going to say the lot, the final kill was probably my favorite. Yeah, well, I was, I don't know. I'm conflicted, too. It's all, it's between those <laughs> and Sheriff Branford, even though the first part, it was, like, off-screen technically. But that was still crazy and looked good. I got hack-a-lantern. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I guess if I had to pick one, maybe the spine rip, too, because then I was like, Wow. Okay. Like, because that's only a second kill. So I was like, "Damn. All right. They're they're going for it." Like, I, it was a good, it was a good moment to be like, "Yeah, this is no joke. <laughs> We're going there." I, and you actually now now thinking about it with the spinal cord kill, uh, did he did he actually like stab his fingers through his head? Because why was there so much blood leaking off of his head? Was it just because he was like kind of crushing his head against the wall? What was that oh, about? Because okay. I remember there's a lot of fucking corn syrup in that scene. I do not recall. Yeah, because that's initially oh, yeah, why he was, was like, oh, fuck, he digging into his head? Yeah. What? 
I, he was smashing his face against the wall hard because I thought that's where the kill was going. I didn't realize he was going. Yeah, he thought he was going to burst his head open. That's yeah. what I thought, too. I thought that was Actually, Gus, too. I thought both of them were going for that. Yeah, well, now what would you say would be like the lamest kill? I already got mine. If you had I to guess, guess. Or like Gus. the most lackluster. Gus would be. Gus would be? Yeah, the first guy. You know what? Well, technically, because by the way, so technically it would be a seven as the kill count, just uh, <laughs> because oh. Jacob dies. So technically, the kill count seven. But yeah, what what for you? Oh. That would be no, the lamest kill though. He doesn't for me. die. He doesn't die. Yeah, he dies. Oh, are you talking about in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying at the end. I was like, no, he's still alive in the end. No, he died in the beginning, dude. Yeah, yeah. Which is super fucking lame. And that's Actually, the lamest death, dude. By far. Okay. Now, you know what? I didn't even fucking think about that. Holy shit. Well. Because I was gonna say initially the fucking tongue rip out kill. You weren't a fan of it because although it, it it's you know gruesome in itself, but he did nothing else with it. Just ripped out her fucking tongue and she just died from it. True. Like I mean, granted you would bleed to death, but she just died immediately after that. Like as soon as the tongue got ripped out, she's fucking ragdolled. He just wanted to shut her yap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she was talking too much Hypocritical, shit. talking out of both sides of her mouth, dude. Fucking hypocrite. <laughs> that two-faced bitch, bro. <laughs> I'm One minute she's on his side. One minute she's on their side, dude. Weirdly, I had respect for the movie because like, sometimes you don't even like whoever. Maybe if it's a final girl protagonist, but like they don't make them that likable, especially her because she's yeah. so conflicted basically on like who even I was surprised she got killed. I was very happy. Genuinely, because I, I really thought she was going to be that, like, oh, kind-hearted, like, survivor. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, shit, now thinking about it, all the good guys, well, good, I mean, I guess all the, like, narrative leads die. Mm-hmm. Which is, that okay, that's actually pretty sick. I like that. And we don't even really know Jacob. Yeah, we don't. He's just literally a dude. I mean. He could have been annoying as shit, dude. Let's guy. be real. What? He could have been annoying as fuck. Like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I think he was just like a, a social, like a shut-in, just like an outcast among like... Did you really relate to that? The town. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> like, I'm, Bro, I'm like Jacob. six foot eight. <laughs> I got resurrected from the dead. Yeah, but we don't but, know what, how, how he was how he was to be around. He could have been just wow. so obnoxious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I guess that sums it up for the corn syrup pit, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm all well, uh, corn syrup dough. Yeah, yeah, well, I do want to talk about the effects, though, oh. just because... Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we kind of mentioned the ma- the mask. I thought was gnarly, and like I actually thought it was unique, which is hard to pull off. It, yeah. In its own right, it was unique, and having a unique mask is very hard to pull off. Mm. Um, and I feel like it was getting starting to look crazier after each kill, like after the Gus kill. Yeah. Kill. Yeah. It's getting more Rob zombified and shit like that, <laughs> yeah. like darker, grungier, bloodier. Yeah. So that was actually really like almost blackens and shit because the blood all gets old and like all the dirt or whatever. Yeah, that's good attention to detail. One thing I will say, though, I'm really confused. I'm actually very, very confused. What was the whole him being naked and bloody outside of that house when the sheriff was patrolling (laughs) in the beginning without a mask on? I have no idea. What was that? I do like how the sheriff finds a naked person on the side of the ro- side of the house and then like PJ Soul's character just calls and is like uh hey you got to come see this and he's just like all right fuck it and just goes leaves like uh what about that hey, naked dude like i i you know i saw you like come out man <laughs> like that might be important all right, whatever <laughs> ah fuck it 
she doesn't even say like there's something super serious going on. You got to get here. She's like you're gonna want to see this, and he's like, all right, all right, <laughs> sounds fair. I mean, yeah, wh- that doesn't warrant any kind of fucking like, oh, let me actually go looking for him instead of just oh, I come over to the side of the house where he's at. Yeah, I'm not gonna go any further. I'm just gonna go back to the car. Like, yeah, he's fine. He ain't hurt nobody. The k- yeah, well, kids have why, seen worse. Why did he not have the mask on? I don't know. It's weird. What we was never, the mask I mean, made out of? Huh? Like, what was the mask? Do we know? I can't remember. Oh, well, uh, it was pulled out of the box that uh, Dr. Death opened. It came with uh, the book, a candle, uh, and the mask wrapped up in, like... Uh, it's the voodoo starter kit, dude. Fabric. It is the voodoo starter kit. Yeah. But then, like... I, yeah, I wish we kind of had more context for whatever that was. Because it looks like he probably would have killed somebody... Or maybe was that his own blood? But he didn't look disfigured when he died. Oh, it's probably his own blood, yeah. Unless with voodoo, maybe, you gotta use no, like he, chicken he blood or something. Like, he looked like he just came out of the womb or something, fully grown. Yeah, I forgot like he, he was wasn't super damaged bloody. or brutalized or anything. That's like what that. made it so ridiculous. I forgot. It wasn't that he was just naked. He was naked and covered in blood. <laughs> and the cops just like, ah. yeah. That's hilarious. That's what made it so ridiculous. Well, because this movie takes place in the weekend of Halloween, right? Is it? That's, I don't know. I thought it was on Halloween. No, it was. It said it was the day before, and then Halloween. I thought. I thought you said in the synopsis that it's the Halloween weekend. Oh well, yeah, but the days it gives you in the movie. Yeah, is that he dies on the day before Halloween, Hallow's Eve, pretty much. Yeah, and then okay, the next day it says he Halloween. gets resurrected on Halloween. All right, and I was getting big Halloween vibes the first movie. Hey, do you think I can ever go one episode without referencing? Halloween, probably. Halloween. Not. Well, dude, now that we fucking got to see Halloween kills, I mean, shit, well, that's going to be on our minds for a while. We're like, what, 17 episodes in? But I'm always referencing the first one specifically. <laughs> but I really feel I like, mean, as a, probably annoying as it is, I really feel like it's the inspiration still for like every horror movie. Every Halloween horror movie, definitely. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. It's also going to come up a lot right now. <laughs> and there's very clear references and vibes. Like I got huge vibes mm-hmm. from the, that whole thing with the sheriff and like driving down the town. The town looks different though. It looked more um like rural and like shittier. Mm. Not as yeah. picturesque in suburbia. Mm-hmm. Um what else? What Can else we have? Talk about how Oh, I guess this actually has nothing to do with the corn syrup. So actually never mind, I won't bring it up. Um I uh, we mentioned the slow mo. There's one there's like it kind of worked for Carol's death, a little bit. That was a little rough. I I remember thinking it was like talking about when he passes out or like when he's picking her up and walking with. I her. think when he's like stalking behind her. I mean, why she fell down, we'll never know. But oh yeah, and she was just crawling the rest of the way. Yeah, that didn't make any fucking sense at all. But I think my favorite effect was the headless jack o' lantern Branford. Oh, dude. And that was fucked up that they killed him. Like, yeah. If anybody was actually innocent, it was him. Mm-hmm. But Dr. For Death, real. was he's coming for everybody, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. And, like, all because, like, Dr. Death just fucking hates pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking pork-phobic, said, Fuck dude. the 5-0. <laughs> uh, well, I can't cover some tidbits and stuff before we move on. There's not many. Um... I meant to look this up. What is the Grove Hill Police Department? I, that is a reference to something. I can't. I couldn't think of it. Oh, it's something that, very that's obvious. Escaping my mind. Um, the two movies that were playing on the 
the one playing at the theater was the Phantom Creeps from 1939, and the Bat from 1959 was playing on television. Which the Bat is actually on Hulu right now. I know. Oh. Um. And so it's like we said, it's filmed in Blanchester, Ohio, and said a real life murder took place there on August 28th, 1996. Um. Uh, to someone at the, at the years of abuse at the hands of her then boyfriend Carrie Colberson disappeared and was believed to have been murdered by Vincent Doan. He was later accused and indicted in her murder. The remains of Carrie Culberson and her red Honda have never turned up. Several of the Doan family properties were searched, but no evidence was ever found that would lead to the body of Carrie or her car. Doan's father and brother were also indicted in crimes associated with the murder of Ms. Culberson, and relatives of Carrie later received a $3.75 million case settlement from the Blanchester police for their mishandling of the case that divided the small town. And as part of the settlement, a statue in Carrie's memory was placed in front of the police station. So that's really like there. There must be some reason that's included with the information for this movie, because I'm guessing Blanchester is a very small town in Ohio. Yeah, but this maybe. Is like a, this was a big deal. I'm trying not to type because my keyboard's so loud. This was a, <laughs> a big freaking deal for this little town, though. Mm-hmm. Or what I'm guessing is a little town. Let's see if I can look up the. Uh, yeah, the population is 4,200. <laughs> it's tiny. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Holy moly. So, like, that's why it, it's relevant because this is, like, a tiny-ass little town and, like, this big murder took mm-hmm. place there. I don't know why he filmed it there, though. I would be curious to find out. Beats me. Um, Tim oh. Russ, best known for a Star Trek Voyager, makes an uncredited cameo as a diner patron in the first scene. His daughter, Madison Russ, oh. who plays Carol, she is in the movie. Was that the dude just chilling out in like the background, like by a table by himself? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, shit. All right, I was like wondering, like, why we get like a clear shot of this dude. I'm like, yeah, who who is this dude? A little uh, Easter egg for you if you're paying attention. Okay, all right, a little tidbit even. Um, and then obviously we talked about. You know, I, we didn't even mention PJ Souls from playing Linda in Halloween. Like we mentioned her name, but not obviously what she's the biggest for. And she's also in the other movie that I saw references to. In the opening scene, she plays Norma and Carrie. That was a great oh. two years for her, dude. 1976 and 78. Damn, okay. Two fuck. iconic right. movies. <laughs> and then we got obviously Children of the Corn. You got Malachi from Courtney Gaines. And then, come on, Tony Todd. <laughs> Who are we kidding, man? We don't, we don't need to give him credit. He, we all know what he's from. And if not... We know he's got the credit. Fucking turn this podcast off. I'm done with you. What? No! Not like this! What the fuck, dude? No! Not like this! Not like this! I see it! This is wrong! Nothing I can do. He's gotta run his course now. So... Right before we get to the ending, let's talk about some tropes. I actually have a couple anti-tropes, but do you want to cover any tropes or anti-tropes? Where the... Okay. So, like, these are, like, teenagers, right? I don't know. Cast of bullies? They could be, like, 20, you know. Maybe that's what they're trying to be. So, like, like, where are their parents? So, actually, they might live on their own. Do they? Yeah. I think so. Why is that? Why is that one kid that gets his spine ripped out living in a big ass house by himself? I thought it was a little apartment. No, it was like a, he got killed in the whole hallway, and there was like five rooms. So maybe he lives with his parents. 
Maybe, but where the fuck were they? It was like, well, they might have been at work, middle of the day. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, also fuck, the well, weekend. I, I guess I just caught myself. Caught you slipping, dude. Caught me slipping, bro. I, I don't know about the girl, though. Like, she doesn't have parents. Or, I don't know. I, I was just like, where the fuck are your parents? If you are kids, but maybe they were living by themselves. Well, I did skip the plot holes part in the continuity, so I don't know if you have anything. My big thing was just like seeing the naked dude covered in blood and the sheriff being like, all right. That, I feel like that's just a fucking, that, that's like both a plot hole and continuity error, because like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. That was, was my only vision? thing for Was that. it just fucking, <laughs> what's up? That was my only thing for that section, so I, I accidentally skipped it, but. I don't know if you had it. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, yeah, no, there's nothing really else, like, super plot hole-esque. I, actually, I do have one. What was the whole point of, like, him needing blood to come back again? Because didn't he literally kill... He killed two people right before... And I'm talking about Jacob. He killed two people right before he, like, ran out of juice, ran out of battery. <laughs> so what the fuck? Why could he not use their blood? He might just need a lot... Or he needs that pure blood, that virginal blood. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that virginal blood, so he killed the sheriff that had a kid? <laughs> yeah. Shit, dude. Well, I don't know, dude. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I really don't know. But yeah, I guess that's like the only two plot holes, though. Everything else is pretty strong. Unless it has to actually guess. be like a actual blood sacrifice. Maybe an innocent person. The sheriff is pretty innocent. Yeah, he absolutely. So I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it was like, yeah, we need innocent blood. Well, I got a good anti trope that I thought was awesome. Because um, usually you have like the super douchebag who's the head bully. Um, mm-hmm. He's his, you know, and this is kind of a trope in itself where you see like the dad, and usually where the dad oh. is a sheriff, and he's normally even a bigger douche, especially when the dad's the sheriff of the bully. What is up with that? Yeah, what's up with people having like sheriffs for fathers that are just fucking assholes? It's just a trope, but I like how they took this and flipped it because this one, like the sheriff, is just a good guy. He's like empathetic, yeah. and his son is still a complete douche to him. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I kept asking like my girlfriend, I was like, where the fuck did his parenting go wrong, dude? He's like a nice guy. Well, I feel like that. I love that it flipped on its head, and that actually seems more realistic too to me. Like, yeah, you just got like, you just got a bad seat, man. <laughs> got a bad, I guess so, shit, a bad role. Um, the other anti trope oh. I like. What? Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry. I'll let you do your tropes here because I actually do have another weird ass continuity thing. Oh, go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the fucking when the kid gets his spine ripped out. Why the fuck does he have a white fucking blanket over his head and then he's put into a funeral car? Why the fuck is he not put into a, a body bag and taken away by the police? Like, he's literally going to a funeral. Really? Without being investigated. Yeah. I guess they're like, well, we know who killed him, so. But yeah, that seems like bad police work. Maybe in the 70s, yeah. that's how they do things. They're like, not much. No, they don't have don't DNA or so, anything. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just never existed back then. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I mean, maybe, but I felt that was super fucking weird. Yeah, I, I didn't like, notice that for some reason. I don't know why. And also, I will say there is one more thing, and, I, and I'll let you get back to your tropes and anti-tropes, because when the couple are like first kind of getting it on uh, earlier, before anything like bad happens to them, some like random-ass dude comes in and he's like, hey, guys. Like, you need to come see this. Oh, yeah. When was that? 
that was when Gus died. But like th- that fucking random ass side character coming in, saying you guys need to see this. How the fuck would they have even heard that Gus died and that there's like a police investigation when it was like a random dude, like a dude not related at all to the fucking events that took place? I really loved the non-related character though. That was like telling Gus how cool he was and stuff. <laughs> That's the, that was so funny. Oh, the fucking the the server Shirley. The other worker. No, it was a guy. Was that his name? Oh yeah, the brother. He was cool. I liked him. He was a weirdly good actor. He just he was like, "You're so cool, man." He was like being completely like, honest, or like he's like, "I'm the coolest." <laughs> You're a cool, bro. Brother. Gus was by far my favorite character. Maybe because he's like how he's forty years old and he's like trying to hang out with them so bad come on dude he's like man i had a wild night last night like he told me that guy couldn't help himself like just to say beat up a fucking retarded kid yeah killed him but just the fact that he hung out with them was so cool to him that he's like couldn't help but be like yeah we killed someone last night no big deal (laughs) then he had sex or whatever in the stall oh my gosh i forgot about that too that was so funny Where'd the girl go? He just like kind of left and he was jerking himself off in the bathroom. Oh, that's right, because she was never there. This is a random ass cutaway, and like, gosh, that was so fucking, funny to me. That was, it, everything it was involving weird. Gus it was so awkward seeing like mom tits on screen. Yeah, not even like milf, just mom tits. Yeah, it was not attractive. <laughs> no offense. To me, it was all so funny though. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty fucking silly. Yeah, no, I'll be real. It was very comedic. Yeah, everything involving Gus. A plus plus. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll agree with you on that definitely. But yeah, no, I found that super weird. Uh, and then he's starting to eat fucking candy corn out of that dirty ass fucking candy bucket. I don't. When know. he gets out of the bathroom stall, he eats like two pieces. Yeah, Gus is a dirty mofo. Let's be real. I mean, he's a real one though too. I guess he's <laughs> down to the earth. So I got the couple more anti tropes I get into. Like, yeah. You got, um, Sorry, during go no, ahead. you're good. Um, Mike, who's the bully. I don't know if this is, I mean, I think it is an anti-trope in the sense that, like, obviously, he's supposed to be, like, just this irredeemable, evil, complete asshole, but there at least was a human aspect to him where he started, like, breaking down when he found out, like, his friends all died. So, at least the sense that it wasn't, like, I mean, he did do the, like, go on the revenge war path thing, but at least it's, like, okay, so he's not just, like, a robot that's, like... Yeah, be a just dick, program be, a dick. be yeah. asshole. But can we also, yeah, you just reminded me too. Remember when he gets fucking headbutted by that random ass dude, the like kind of bodybuilder, the, the the like the big guy from the circus? The, yeah, at the very end when he's like trying to confront Jacob. Yeah, and he gets fucking knocked out, and he's like waking up in that random ass like little tiny theater room. Right, dude's fucking dancing. What was the point of that? I don't know. Because I thought he was going to be, like, captured. Wait, 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 whoa, hang on a fucking minute. What? Dude, I just remembered. He was fucking hand-tied to a chair. Like, he was literally captured. But then he just fucking walks out. I honestly don't remember how he's... Remember when, like, he's walking around the the carnival and shit, like, calling out Jacob, like, where are you, little bitch? Yeah, I was confused by what happened. I felt like I missed something during that, because, yeah. Yeah, no, because the big dude, like, taps him on the shoulder, he turns around, fucking headbutts him, which is pretty fucking awesome. But then he wakes up tied to a fucking chair, like, arms behind the back, and, like, this random dude playing, like, a little piano or, like, an organ or something like that. 
And then this other dude just fucking dancing out of his mind. He's fucking oh, that is screaming out of his fucking mind. What? I don't remember specifically what the scene looked, but you're describing. You know, I said that character looks exactly like the character from Twin Peaks. That's exactly. Oh. That's like one of the most iconic scenes from Twin Peaks with the the little guy on the piano and the dancing. So I wonder if it's the same thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe, dude, because it was just thrown in there that's for funny. no reason, and he was tied down. But yet, literally, he just walks out. And he's like, "Man, what the fuck? What's going on?" I'm not sure. Like, just the weirdest shit. Yeah, it was super fucking weird. Hmm. Well, if he is doing Twin Peaks, that's David Lynch, so it really just starts to get <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, but that, for whatever reason, you just reminded me when talking about, like, how he was very human towards the end. Yeah, I didn't really, that ending definitely left more to be desired. Oh, speaking of which, we haven't got to the ending. All right, let me do my other, well, I guess we just did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll do my other anti-trope. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And I think this is a big one, too, and I thought it was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, the angle they were kind of playing on was, like, making you feel connection to the cops the most, Um, which even with, like, the music where the music starts, like, going softer and darker when the sheriffs discover Bobby got a spine ripped out, and you're not feeling anything for the bullies. They're all dicks. But you start with the music too. It makes you like feel bad for the cops who discover it, and they're like, you, you feel through. You're going through this process of them of like seeing their town be completely ripped apart. The cop doesn't even have a gun, and it's like affecting all of them. Like the other two cops, not the main sheriff. They're like, like one of them has to leave. I think one of them is crying. And yeah, normally the crybaby cop, which is definitely done, done in horror movies, that's like played mm-hmm. for laughs. But this wasn't like the music. It's mm-hmm. dark and sad and lets you know, like, it's not funny. There's no jokes, like, that this is, like, that you know, you're, you're, these are the people you're Some following. serious shit. Yeah. So I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting, too. You never get that empathetic, like, from the cop's angle. Like, this is fucking Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. That's definitely a huge anti-trope because you never really get the perspective of that fully fleshed out in, like, most horror movies. But and I, then the music picked up when you, like, Sheriff Branford like kicks in the gear. He's like mobilized. Yeah, it gets fucking real mm-hmm. and shit like that. But I definitely will say the the crybaby cop in this. It felt weird how he was just crying. Well, he's seen a he's definitely never seen a dead body. He's in a town what we know now know is four thousand. Like a tiny little town. Like you don't see bodies, especially not ones with their spine ripped out. And it's the second murder you've seen that day. Like that's believable. Yeah, but he was like crying. I mean, crying. I thought he'd be like puking, like more so just disgusted. Like he just can't handle it. No, I think that was like super realistic. I think a lot of people would probably really? cry if they saw a dead body, like, and like they're seeing their town literally be ripped apart that they're supposed to protect I mean, and they I, can't do anything to stop it. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe like I'm a young just kid's not like spine ripped out. Yeah, maybe I'm just desensitized. Maybe I've seen too many spineless people. Well, you've probably seen too many horror movies where the trope is like nobody really cries when they see a dead body unless it's like one of their friends or something. But Mm-mm. this is like, I don't know. Totally. Yeah, probably that's exactly why. They only cry when it's their friend, but when it's anybody else, they're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I like, thought that was one of the strongest like parts. The anti-trope and it's just like okay. an interesting take for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you're not with me on that, but that's fun. No, I mean, I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Didn't sound like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, sure. <laughs> fucking join the police force just to cry over a dead body. What a fucking man. Well, do you want to, uh, is there anything, I know the ending we were talking about is kind of convoluted, but is there anything else you want to talk about with it? For the ending? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, shit, I'm getting huge deja vu for whatever reason. <laughs> Talking about like the ending of this, I don't know why all of a sudden, but uh, I thought it was cool how it ended off. What is the specific all the way ending? In, like Wisconsin now or something, right? Or are they in Pennsylvania? Oh, they move on. Okay. Yeah, they move on. Where like you kind of see Doctor Death narrating, but it, I don't know the whole speech at the end that he was giving to the other people. To the girl when he was in like the, she was in the gift shop or something like that. Honestly, he's yeah. talking about how like the freaks are out there that'll like tear us apart. Like the world's a nasty bitch ass whore <laughs> or whatever shit like that. Just that Rob Zombie dialogue. Yeah, that Rob's he really did go Rob Zombie <laughs> to that poor girl in like the fucking gift shop or I guess the showcase wherever they were at. But I I guess it didn't really feel as profound as they were trying to make it. Setting it up for that sequel, dude. Do you want one? Oh shit! You know what? I mean, if he if he gets the budget and the people to help him out, I definitely I would love to hear another score by this guy. True. Well, that's where I'm at too. Like, I don't need another sequel of this storyline, but mm-hmm. I would definitely like to see him do another movie. Like, on it, dude. I'll be real. Give him like a actual real budget, and I feel like definitely he can make something. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Strong. I mean, this exactly, is strong, yeah, especially. So you know, Working on such a shoestring budget and like doing literally mm-hmm. everything yourself, like exactly. I'm still very impressed, and uh, I would like to see more for sure. You're right, it, like even doubling the budget. I wonder what he could do. But exactly, yeah, and you know, I I definitely I'm gonna build some slack for that too. Just now, overall, having three whole roles to making a full fledged movie is definitely something not one person should do. Well, I think honestly though, that's when a lot of directors are at their best when they're like hungry like trying their hardest to be honest sometimes yeah oh sorry i actually wasn't able to finish my thought too sorry i just oh. kind of zoned out uh, i meant to say shouldn't do yeah no my no, bad my bad did, bro? <laughs> like actually no i'm good, dude. I'm good hitting, now, huh? you shouldn't do without like the experience so it, i mean definitely you had to start somewhere true but it's like something not everyone should just do for their first film thinking like oh dude i can kick ass like i got badass music i know what i want for my film i know the picture but like definitely when it comes to like then editing, like working with that, directing, producing. Yeah. Well so, I mean he had a lot on his plate, but he did what he could, the best of. Much like Jacob though, at some point you gotta send it back to whatever hell it come from. Damn. Can't you stop this? Can't you call it off? Nothing can call it off. Send it back to whatever hell it come from. You ever figure out that subclass? Yeah, uh, Berserk. Got it. All right. Because uh, fucking raw testosterone just leaking out of that dude's girthy fucking vein arm. Hell yeah, brother. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> real, real country boy fucking energy coming off of Jacob, dude. Well, let me give you some ratings. Uh... Let's Four, go. Let, yeah, let's hear it. I'm curious what people thought. Four point on IMDb. That's pretty good, though. Still, uh, IMDb like super hypercritical. Yeah, I feel like it could be better, but hey, that's, I mean, well, you know what? Now thinking about it, I, there's definitely been shittier films rated higher. Yeah, I mean, four is like I'll watch a horror movie. It's if it's four or over, honestly, because mm-hmm. Amazon Prime only shows you the IMDb rating, so. Um, sometimes there can even be some good three point somethings but normally honestly if it's under true. four you're like ugh there's gotta be a reason so I'll watch a horror mm-hmm. movie that's four or over 
if it's like five or over, you know, like it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, like a quote unquote, like unanimous opinion. Yeah, the threshold for horror movies is so much lower because you know you have a bunch of like normies watching these and like hating it mm-hmm. and, oh. and dissecting it. What? Oh, I thought you're doing a fucking direct reference to me, man. Yeah, exactly. Calling me out. Come on, dude. <laughs> A little, a little bit, a little bit rude, isn't no, it? No, I'm just saying you got people. Like, yeah, in general, dude, come across this movie. I, I have no you. idea. Like Candy Corn is like a fun Halloween movie. What a fucking what a garbage film! Like I'll tell you what, dude, I could make a better film easily. Isn't that essentially? Are you parodying yourself? Yeah, dude. That that's the best form of comedy when you can literally make a parody of your former self. Well, the Rotten Tomatoes gave the audience gave it a fifteen percent. What rich shit, dude? But here's what. It, here's the other thing. With the critics, the credit, the tomato meter gave it a sixty-seven percent. So, <laughs> what? That is so like backwards. What the fuck? It's not backwards because the normies like yourself, the fucking uh, mouth breathers, well, yeah. gave it a fifteen. Well, I thought audience ratings were higher than critic ratings. Not when it's something like this where you need to have the critical eye. Like the critics. Oh my god! We yeah, saw the, it. The well-trained eye, the Jordan eye, sixty-seven percent. You know, just the fucking, the droolers, the, the people who draw on their keyboards, you gave it a 15%. Like, what? Where the, I don't get that. What that mean? <laughs> what, the, what the hell am I mean? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, good. All right. 15. <laughs> fucking bullshit like that, dude. <laughs> Think we all sound like that? Well, you're not wrong. Dude, that's a drastic difference, though. By far the most that's drastic. That's insane. Yeah. Normally, it's like, what? Like 48 to 56? It's, like, shit yeah, like that. it's within it's like 10. ratios and shit? Yeah. I've never seen it that like split apart. Definitely not for any episode we've done. That's crazy. It could also God. be though that like it obviously hasn't got that many ratings. I'm sure. So, I mean, yeah, that is true too. Not many people have actually been watching it. Yeah, or have watched it. I should say. Yeah. So you don't have as big of a pool on, but I still think. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, some of the movies we watch don't even have the tomato meter. Like I'm pretty sure Hackleland didn't. Hacko Lantern didn't because. There's not any critics watch it. Whoever's like verified critic through them. I don't even give a shit oh, about shit, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, honestly, though. I don't even know why we read mm-hmm. them because I don't give a shit. Yeah. We could probably use like Metacritic as a bigger one or a, what's the other one? Can't I thought think. Metacritic was more for games. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking, maybe it's meta something else. I feel like it's, maybe it might be meta. Maybe my gamer mind is just fucking molded. Oh, to- Sorry, I didn't have a gamer reference for you. IGN, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where the fuck is my gamer reference, dude? Well. My neurons just activated. What's going on with that? Well, I guess I could go with, hmm. Well, I got it. PJ Souls is in the original Halloween. Dead by Daylight has Michael Myers as. Oh, yeah. They did make a movie about that Dead by Daylight character. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a little bit we do. Well, we also have to give context. We're not always just spitting inside jokes. But oh yeah, Dead by Daylight. I feel like we've mentioned it before. It's a horror game that has like all the horror characters in it, and it's got Mike Myers in it. Yeah, it's the, it's the game that inspired all these like really cool horror movies. <laughs> uh, we're we're I, saying it's weird that too. We recently got a lot of hype for uh, that Hellraiser series that was inspired. They got a lot of spinoff movie series going on for us. So we're Dead just gonna Daylight's do that dope, for every like big movie like we did for Halloween Kills. Just go in there and be like, wow, it's such a cool fucking interpretation of that Dead by Daylight game. <laughs> that Dead by Daylight Bro, I, I'll be real. I was cracking so many Dead by Daylight jokes to last night on the Halloween Kills movie. I was so scared some dude was going to fucking hear me and thought that I was being real. Well, the vibe picked up. fucking 
kick my ass. Because <laughs> I thought there'd be a passionate Halloween fan being like, the fuck you say, bitch, dude? What what the fuck is Dead by Daylight, dude? <laughs> fucking grab me by my, my furrowed brow and my fucking hairline, just yank it out. You know, it'd be like a 45-year-old, like too. Gus in a few hours after that shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck me up real good. You do love worried. lot lizards too. That's crazy. I do. I know it's crazy. You know, I have an uncredited uh, cameo in this movie actually. So what's your rating, dude? My rating, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna be real because I'm not gonna try to be like, oh, we talked about the movie. My rating's a little bit higher. Uh, I feel like genuinely from what I watched and what I liked and didn't like, I'd probably give it a four point five. It's it's. For me, a 4.5 is just, like, on the cusp of a little bit below average. Yeah. It's not, like, ridiculous But then again, yeah, like, and in no way is it, like, really the director's fault. I feel like what it was that I didn't like, the biggest aspects, was the acting. Usually that's my line. What's up? I feel like you don't get affected by the acting as much, but this one really affected me. Yeah, I feel like the acting and the opening... See, because of the acting, the opening to me just gave me a fucking awful first impression. Yeah. And the one thing with directing that I didn't like is how there were very small, like not very small, very narrow keys for like, oh, these characters then approaching the cops and then progressing the plot like that to like, oh, how would they know? Like, what's going on? And then they're like, it's not a coincidence that there was fucking candy corn in Gus's head or whatever the fuck <laughs> or in his mouth and shit. Like... I, I get it, you need to tie it together. But again, like, I mean, you're not fully being a director. You don't have the dedicated time. But what I will say, though, is that that score, it just, it is fucking outstanding. And what I want to do is, I want to fucking, I want to be a pioneer, Jordan. Okay. I want to I wanna give this dude a fucking Medal of Honor. This movie gets a Medal of Honor for that fucking score. Well, how about someone just sees this? I'm sure, I mean people have like uh, actual whether it's studios or someone sees this and is like all right we need to get this dude on something next yeah get this fucking dude on our movie because holy shit he's obviously crazy talented fucking spectacular yeah um you know that actually and i will say too it is kind of crazy how he made that score and still was able to direct this i'm sure this was just a deep passion project of his that he spent well, do you think he focused on the music first, or did he try directing while making the music at the same time? Because imagine if that music was made with him only like half paying attention to the music and then directing, like splitting his attention. I mean, normally you you would score it after. after film, yeah, right? so I don't. That would be a little weird, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, because it's just so fucking kick ass. It really at is, times. and it's never the same one that I noticed. Maybe like little. It's definitely like interludes or very clever like cuts to the the main central kind of like uh, beats and everything. That he yeah. Does. But what did you think about the movie though? Um, I'm giving it a in the same thing where like oh maybe I went a little too crazy, well not but I'm keeping <laughs> it what I put it down as as a six point two. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. I went high, but like yeah, no, I I understand though because you did like this a lot more than I did, so that's understandable. I really did, and I was like, I yeah. should probably watch it again to get a more, just to like really solidify things in terms of my rating and stuff. But I don't know, mm-hmm. just going on first impression that I really liked it. Um, acting wasn't great. You're right. Um, mm. Score was like, score was a ten. Like it was that good. It was so good. Yeah. Um, it really affected the movie, and it really. That's why I keep comparing it to Halloween too. Like it really like set in like 
it was a slow burn in the sense that like the plot was very straightforward and he would just like let it breathe a little bit kind of like 70s movies did where like you'd have a scene mm-hmm. of just like the car driving down the road go coming to the diner and stuff while some crazy cool score is playing and you got like the fall look of like kind of like overcast and all like the leaves the fall leaves like blowing across and stuff and there's a lot of a lot of those uh setups kind of it was nice i liked it yeah and i i will say too to like kind of give a little bit more texture to my overall rating is there were a bunch of shots that I really liked, but there was also a bunch of shots I really didn't like. Were they like it was the like kind ones? of a fifty fifty for me. Because those scenes that you're talking about, the cars driving through like the streets and everything, when we get that like overhead shot, like pull out kind of like those were cinematically fucking awesome, especially mixed in with the music. I feel like that was like a perfect way of incorporating his music. But sometimes with like when the two cops went into the house and then all that music started playing like to invoke like the sadness and like it was in slow-mo i felt like the music really carried that scene because without that music i feel like i would have hated that scene so much more well it's also a cue to know that like it helps in the sense that like oh you're supposed to feel for these cops you're supposed to know that like the cop crying isn't like a joke it's actually like oh shit Mm -hmm. this is effective exactly so thank god that music was there too yeah, the music's definitely elevating for this movie. Oh, sorry. I just got sidetracked. But I saw Josh Hastie's just fun. listed as additional crew on 31. So I don't know exactly what he did on 31. Yeah, no, I, I saw that too. I didn't want to, I didn't know if I should bring it up or not because I wasn't fully aware if like that is something we should bring up. So something there. Uh, maybe, I mean. And then the behind the scene, maybe he was like literally just like the cameraman or something. For 31? Yeah, or one of the cameramen. May- oh, shit, maybe. God, probably got to do a little bit of more deeper dive on that then. Shit. Or maybe cinematographer. So he's definitely got those Rob Zombie connections. Uh, anyways, so yeah, that's where yeah. we're sitting. <laughs> where are we putting it in the House of Horrors? Oh, wow. This will be very interesting, actually. Um, You know, and the, here's the thing, man is that I definitely feel like there will be some movies we'll put in that probably has worse acting than this movie that'll go in the House of Horrors, but... Are you just assuming I want it in the House of Horrors? Well, this is the thing, dude. Do you think that a movie with such a stellar That's track... Well, yeah, that, the track, but also, like, the icons. Yeah, I mean... I mean, this is a movie where we get Courtney Gaines, Tony Todd, and PJ Souls together. Yeah, but like PJ Souls, Tony Todd don't really do anything. No. Like, I mean, they're there, and it's like for borrowed time. So, like, I mean, having those names is still super crazy in itself, but uh, not a lot yeah. was really done with it. You know, but I was going to say no, but like, then I'm also like, well, it might be good to have like secret underground movies that people haven't seen in the House of Horrors. When you come in, you're like, even the people who think they've seen all these horror movies, like, oh, shit, I never yeah. really even came across that one. So, something to think about. But ultimately, what, should we say no? I don't know, man, because that score is really, really fucking good. And again, I know that my my driving points for not putting it in is going to be, like, overlooked by other movies that have, like, kind of shittier acting, but, like, the kills make up for it and the music's there. I feel like, like we, could, we got room, though. We could throw it in. We do have room. There's room in the house. I mean, shit, dude, that... Hmm. You know what, You know what, dude? Fuck it. 
Because this dude, this fucking man, he produced, directed, edited, and composed and the wrote music. it. He did fucking four jobs and wrote. Yeah, so he did fucking five jobs for this movie. You're damn right. Then that and that you got to respect that. Got to. You have to. So you know what, man? Fuck it. I I say yes because even though I wasn't a big fan of this movie, you know, like that guy still deserves the respect because he put in fucking hard ass work and fucking soul into it. Yes, I agree. So fuck, off you know, that alone, fuck it, I, you sold I'm fully me. You're right. Of course, just for that alone. Shit. Just came to my mind. I'm like, dude, I mean, I didn't give it a high enough score, but I mean, fuck it, though. He put passion into this, so he deserves it. Hard work deserves to get a little spot in the house, bro. We got a room yeah, for it. we got room for it, Josh Hasty. Come on down. Well, not you, just the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ju- yeah, just the actual director. Yeah. And, well, you could set producer, the, director, yeah, composer. Just walk in right to the right, put the movie there, and walk out. Yeah, you, you can sit right next to right next to a Terrifier, please. Oh, hey, two indie directors. Doing it their there damn selves with terrible acting. All right, so exactly. what's our next movie, dude? <laughs> well, Jordan, I'm so glad you asked. It's uh, Halloween, right? Our next right? movie is a movie. What's it's up? a Halloween theme? Oh, absolutely. Sticking with it. Uh, yeah, bro. Good old Google coming in to save the day. Now, nah, but uh, I found this while actually looking up where to stream Candy Corn. Uh, Candyman? We already you... did it, dude. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> really? We did? Yeah, dude. Sorry about that. Uh, well, whatever. I, I got candy a, I got a ass? backup pick. You looked up your, you Googled yourself and you saw candy ass? Candy ass what? <laughs> candy ass what, dude? <laughs> candy ass bitch. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it fucking fades away. <laughs> yeah, so the movie that I picked uh, for next episode is going to be a movie called Haunted, the 2019 Haunted. We got a lot of 2019 films coming in our way, so. Never heard of it. Yeah, neither did I, but uh, I, I caught it through. Uh, Good old Google being like movies that people oh, also haunt. looked up. <laughs> oh, did I say? Oh, did I say haunted? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm faffing about, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've haunt. seen haunt. Yeah, yeah. 2019 haunt. My bad. My bad. All right, man. It's my own fucking pick too. But Which, yeah, there's an interesting story good. about the people who wrote that too. So we'll definitely have some stock, stuff to talk about. Shit. Okay. All right, yeah. Nice. So you want to plug in our uh, email? Uh, it is house of one thousand. The number. The number. Dude, come on, bro. Really? Run it Helping back. You out. I'm editing this out, you fucking asshole, dude. Dude, don't fuck. No please. You know what? This is I the last the episode, dude. Speech, dude. I'm done with that shit. <laughs> uh, Am I out? It's house of 1,000, the number, at... at no, fuck. See, I fucked up. <laughs> house of 1,000, the number, horrors, <laughs> at gmail.com. At gmail.com, baby. It's that simple. I'm the only hey, one who checks it. Leave us a five-star review or leave us a... Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> leave us a five-star review <laughs> or a one-star review. Uh, nothing in between, please. Thank Jordan God. cannot handle uh, genuine criticism. No, just I just don't like and... fucking middle and wafflers that just... Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a, a three. Like, be have some conviction in what you think. Is it a five Those or is it a one? words from man... Talking all that shit about Hackle Lantern, bro. I'm just saying. Five or one. Five or one. Gosh, be decisive. Um, and then we have a Twitter that Riley's going to start tweeting on. <laughs> oh, awesome, man. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Handing that over to me. You know what's wild, too? I can't even what's remember up? the tag. <laughs> I Dude, I. It's because uh, I had to shorten it. Oh, it's at House 1K Horrors. Nice. That's it, because that's all I could fit in there. So, House One K Horrors. 
Um, That's the tag. Couldn't do just like H1KH. Make it cool. Make it an acronym. I mean, H1. Fucking A, man. You're giving Actually, me that like Twitter that. mantle. To, we could change to it. <laughs> so this could probably it. be I changed. Fuck, I don't go on Twitter, man. I don't know shit about Twitter, Bro. but you know what? I want to wing it, man. Yeah. So do we have Posting that Posting 2005 mm-hmm. memes about Friday the 13th, Halloween. Well, all those classics, bro. It's been a good one. Anything Has else? It? Has it though? Has it though? <laughs> Has it truly? Has this episode been a House of a Thousand Horrors worthy? Really? Hey, this movie made a little it bit in. of the so introspection respect. for listeners in Jordan. Out there. Our ending's just going forever. It's great though. It's great. It's like post show. Everyone wants to hear it. I'm just saying nothing. The, all, all two of those people that are still listening. I'm just gonna put a music track under it so it actually sounds interesting. Well, that's it. And we just slowly fade away, just getting farther and farther away from Mike like this. Until next time, we'll see. Yeah, see you guys. (laughs) 